Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish. Abe, I think most of us are just holding up under the covers, waiting for <laughs> springtime to arrive. Exactly. You and I were talking. I'm ready for springtime. I'm uh, so ready. And <laughs> sunshine and warm weather. You and I were talking about Instapot recipes off the air prior mm-hmm. to coming on today. And I think it's comfort food that's getting a lot of us through a lot of things right now. But in the meantime, we are looking forward towards spring. However, with springtime, as always, comes tax time. But in retirement, the rules on taxes only get more complicated. And a new survey finds that one in three retirees say they are not prepared for their required minimum distributions, which could cause all kinds of problems, I'm sure, with the IRS. So how do we begin to get prepared for this area? Heather, I think in addition to RMDs and most retirees not being prepared for RMDs, I think most retirees are not prepared for not just RMDs, but income in general. Like, you know, when we ask nine out of 10 people who call into the show and who we meet with, do you currently have a written retirement income plan? They say no. Nine out of 10 people say no. Yet, a lot of those people that call into our show and meet with us are working with another advisor, some Mm. even on this station and some off the station. So you're working with another advisor, you're 58, you're 62, you're 67, you're nearing retirement and you're telling us you don't have a written retirement income plan. How do you think that you're going to be successful for the rest of your life if you don't have a plan to follow and track every year? Mm -hmm. You know, so that's the first thing we start with, Heather is a written retirement income plan that puts all of the pieces together. What I mean by pieces is all of the things that are going to affect your income in retirement the last half of your life, right? This last phase of your life, which is the income and distribution phase. It is phase two of retirement planning. Most advisors are accumulation-focused advisors that focus and do a good job on phase one of retirement planning. Mm -hmm. That's getting up the retirement mountain. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we feel as a firm, we excel on phase two or in phase two, helping our clients get down that retirement mountain as safely as possible. Okay. So we just had a gentleman call in and he is working or was working with another big time firm. You know, everyone would know the name if I mentioned, and he has come over and become a client. He called into the show early January lives in Fairfax County. He is in his late 60s, retiring in just a few years, approaching a million dollars in savings. Not too concerned with the amount of money he saved because he has a few pensions, Mm -hmm. military pension, federal pension, social security. Um, It's done pretty well. So not super concerned with the investments and how much he saved, but he knew there was something lacking in his plan. And what was lacking was a plan for distributions, was Hmm. a plan for potentially having higher taxes was a plan for addressing all of the risks that can foul up a great plan in retirement. What are those risks? Tax risk, stock market loss risk, inflation, health care, sequence risk is another risk. And we talk about this on this show, sequence risk or sequence of returns risk. And this will affect anyone that is in retirement that is pulling money out of an IRA, TSP, 401k or brokerage account. And this risk will affect you if you are pulling money out of those accounts, whether you want to or need to, and the market's down at the same time, you will experience a double negative, maybe even a triple negative if you're paying an advisor a fee and or you have costs associated with your funds, which wow. pretty much everybody does, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So these were all of his concerns. And while he was meeting with us, he went back to his existing advisor and said, you know what? I really want to give this person another chance. Let me reach back out to them again okay. and see if they're going to help me with all of my concerns. Uh-huh. They didn't change anything. Mm. Why? Because they excel on the front phase of retirement planning, phase one, helping their clients get up the retirement mountain. Yeah. Well, here's a 67-year-old with you know three quarters of a million approaching a million dollars saved. That's not the problem for him. The problems were everything that could potentially affect his wealth and retirement. Okay. It's such an interesting point you make here how I think so many of us experience this when seeking out financial advice. We do. We talk to so many people that have knowledge and business wherewithal when it comes to getting to the top of that mountain. But mm-hmm. how risky, how slippery the slope, pun intended, can be right. when trying to come back down that mountain, right. that mountain of finance and money that you've accumulated. So you have to ask yourself the question, do you have a written retirement income plan? Do you have an overall plan that includes the variety of risks like Abe just listed out to help ensure that you will be able to get down that mountain in a comfortable manner, reducing your risk? That's what he and the team are here to help you do, creating a plan to factor in everything that's involved in order to help you achieve your retirement goals. So Abe, you were talking before about these lists of risks that we have to Mm -hmm. look at. Mm -hmm. How would you describe your risk tolerance in terms of how comfortable you feel investing in the stock market as we grow older and get closer to giving up the security of a regular paycheck most of us probably have a lower risk tolerance but Morningstar's Christine Benz believes you should always keep some stocks in your retirement portfolio absolutely so if I look at my model portfolios even the conservative ones have like 40% in equities. And the key reason is that retirees need growth potential. Retirement for many of us will be a 25 or 30 year or even longer time period. So you absolutely need to make sure that your portfolio grows, that it beats inflation. Abe, is the market the only or even the best way to help us do that? Well, it's part of the way. And I would say she is spot on with how she's describing things. So she just described somebody, in my opinion, that might be a four on the scale of one to 10. So she said, you know what? Even a conservative person or even in our conservative portfolios will have 40% of our clients' dollars in equities. Hmm. So what she just described is somebody who might be in their late 50s, 60s, early 70s, who, you know, if you ask ask them on a scale of one to 10, Heather, where they would be in terms of risk tolerance, Mm -hmm. they would say a four. That means they're okay with 40% of their monies in the markets having some fluctuations, but the other 60% of their monies, they are more conservative in nature in terms of risk tolerance. And they would want to know that there are either no losses on that 60% of the pie or very little losses compared to the other 40%, right? Yeah. And so what she said is, you know, even in a portfolio like that, we would have maybe 40% of our money in equities. We agree there, you know, because look, if you're 62 and retiring soon or 65, you could easily live another 30 years and we can't just have all of our money in fixed income. We can't just have all of our money in any one thing. We've got to be diversified. We need to keep up with inflation. We need to beat inflation and we need to make sure we have enough income coming in every month adjusted for inflation the rest of our lives. 
lives. Right. How do we do that? Just like the lady Christine Ben said, splitting dollars up to serve different purposes, diversification, reducing risk, all of these things put together in a comprehensive retirement plan. And we just had a lady come in who is 62. Mm-hmm. She lives in Reston, Virginia, and she was exactly who this lady was describing. She's retiring in three years at 65. She saved a million and a half dollars. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Very good job of saving. Yeah. And she wanted to be a four on that risk scale. And there are numerous ways that we will ask somebody you know, about their risk tolerance and how much risk they are okay with taking. And typically, most people will say somewhere in between a four to a seven. So they're kind of middle of the road, Heather, yep, you know, yep. not too aggressive, not too conservative, mm-hmm. middle of the road with their risk tolerance. And so what we recommended for her, because she came in way higher than middle of the road, Mm -hmm. um, is reducing risk. Look, three years left to retire. God forbid you have a 20, 30, 40% loss right before retirement that could push your working career out further. You know, that's the last thing you would want to have happen. As a firm, we have realized that if this is not the most important thing in retirement, One of the most important things a pre-retiree or retiree can do is avoid and eliminate large losses. Right. Okay? Because we don't have the time anymore to recoup a major loss. 2008 seems like such a long time ago, but if you remember, it took the average investor three to four years to bounce back and get up to square one. Wow. So if this lady took it on the chin at 62 and is retiring in three years and she lost 20 to 40% of her portfolio and we had another 2008 type of situation where she's not recovering her losses until three or four years in, she's just wasted three to four years before she retires when she could have been growing those dollars. Right. Uh, So we have to avoid large losses because we don't have the time anymore. Now we may live another 30 years, but we don't have the time to work another 5, 10, 15. We don't want to bump our our retirement out that far. Right. So we need to de-risk the portfolio. We need to bring risk down as much as possible. And one of the ways we do that, or one of the ways we measure that, Heather, is through what's called standard deviation. Mm-hmm. And think about, you know, if you were on a plane, two planes going from, let's say, Dulles to LA. Okay. One plane has got a really smooth route and it is smooth sailing and there's no turbulence. You know, there's no clouds. There's mm-hmm. nothing that's going to affect your flight. And it is smooth sailing all the way over there. And you get off the plane and you're like, man, that was a great trip. Yep. The other flight takes off and five minutes in, the pilot's like, um, just want to let you know, we might have some bumpy patches here. And, uh, you know, there could be a little bit of turbulence and all of a sudden your uh, coffee cup there is shaking uh-huh. and the water cup is shaking. You're like, oh boy, we just got on this flight, you know? Uh-huh. So that's not the flight you want to be on. And compare that to your retirement. Right. You don't want to be on the flight that has a lot of turbulence, right? If you could be on right. the smooth flight out to the West Coast, that's the flight you would be on. So with your retirement portfolio as well, you want to smooth out turbulence. You want to de-risk the portfolio and bring that down as much as possible while still increasing the return at the same time. And that's one of our strengths as a firm. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. 
Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish and BM number 770-3575.